Welcome to Talk Design, the show where creatives have conversations. I'm Adrian Ramsey and I'm your host. Having lived a life of design myself, I wanted to share with you the creatives that inspire me and in turn may inspire you. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. My guest on Talk Design today is the amazing Paul Dunn. Now, he is the chairman of Buy One, Give One. And other than that, I'm going to let Paul explain who he is to you. This guy's a game changer and a world changer. So please, Paul, welcome to Talk Design Podcast. <laughs> Adrian, thank you. I can't tell you how great it is to be here in so many ways. Uh, but no, thank, you for, thank you for having me. And it's kind of interesting when someone says, oh, you know, you can introduce yourself, which is actually a very cool thing to do. But then, you know, you're not used to doing that, right? So, because usually, you know, you're on stage around the world and, you know, people give you these lovely introductions. Somebody does a longer one. intro. Like, yeah, no, no, do a longer uh, intro. No, that's, it, it, it's really cool. And I'm, I'm happy to be here because, you know, we've shared a lot of time uh, over these last few years. And, uh, yeah. uh, and, and I often find, in fact, I was, I was talking today uh, to, uh, on, a, on a program about how uh, yesterday, actually, I reached out to someone that I hadn't spoken to in five years and just reestablished connections. And I think one of the things that, you know, here we are in this, uh, just to date the podcast, which, of course, you should never do, uh, but here we are, you know, somewhere in this pandemic. And, and you know, I think there's just been some amazing learnings. And one of those learnings, I think, has to do with connection. That, I mean, for a start, uh, just thinking about you know the pandemic itself, there surely isn't a single person on earth that doesn't recognize now this fundamental truth that we're all connected, right? I mean, it's it's, it's pretty damn obvious that we're all connected. But then, if the not by thing, um, if not by by Zoom or by something else, we can be connected by a disease. Well, exactly, exactly. So. Yeah. And then you know you can take that up to we're all one, and you know all of that sort of thing. But uh, and the reason I think that's very interesting is because, um, you know, in business, you, you go through all sorts of things, you know, like, for example, uh, when I started, you know, like years ago and, and, and stuff, if you'd have asked me back then, you know, what is what is business all about? I would say I would have said, well, it's about uh, always creating great value for the people that you're privileged to serve. That would be number one. And number two would be it's about having fun to you know doing that, and then you know all of us have moments in life, and I had this uh, you know I mean that and that worked really well you know by all accounts I was uh, you know hugely successful, uh, you know we were doing amazing things doing all the marketing for some what twenty three thousand businesses way back then, and then all of us all of us have this moment right all these moments and so as you know I had a particular moment in uh, 2007 where I suddenly got, hang on a second, we are in one of the 2% of the people, if you work it out in the world, who won the birth lottery. You know, we, we, we're, we're good, right? But there are a lot of people who aren't. And so that was when, through a particular circumstance, which I won't go through now because it just takes forever and I choke up <laughs> when I go through it, 
then I realized, hang on a second, there's, there's, there's something else now. It's not just adding value. It's not just having fun. It's an, ob an obligation to have something bigger than you that you're actually you know, involved with, that you're trying to solve in a sense. And that was when B1G1 or buy one, give one, as it was then called, but B1G1 came into uh, reality, this seemingly simple idea, but difficult to actually <laughs> make it happen uh, for us. This simple idea of, wouldn't it be great if every time business was done, something great happened? What do you mean? Well, imagine uh, for the sake of discussion, uh, just as, as you and I are speaking, you know, in that second that just went by, 2.7 million emails were sent in that second, right? And, and so wouldn't it be kind of interesting if every time someone sent an email, a kid got access to education? Wouldn't that be interesting? And that's exactly what you can do in B1G1. Or wouldn't it be interesting if, um, you know, every time someone bought a cup of coffee, as a, for example, that, uh, you know, a child got access to pure life-saving water. Wouldn't it be interesting if every time a book was sold, a tree got planted? Etc. 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 Right. <laughs> I mean, that sounds useful. beautifully simple, right? But it's actually very challenging to do. So it took you know three years to figure it out, and here we are today, uh, and we measure everything, as you know, Adrian, uh, tracking impacts. And so, as we're talking today, we just crossed two hundred and ten million giving impacts, which is like, oh wow, holy moly, right? That's that's pretty cool. And and then to link uh, back to yeah, to link back to what 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 the lessons, if you will, of COVID. Um, I think the lessons, and I've been I've been talking about these quote unquote lessons for quite a while, but I think COVID kind of amplified uh, a, a couple of things. And I don't when I talk about the positive side, there's no way that I wish to diminish, you know, the the, the, the impact, negative impact that it's had on so many. Uh, but it's been interesting that it provided this, as I said, amplification, which at the same time gave you time to think. You know, in my case, I, I wasn't, you know, on airplanes. Right? I was actually here <laughs> thinking. And so, yeah. uh, and then I realized that one of the key things that we all should do when that happened was to understand that it really is all about connection. And we really need to, quote unquote, double down on those connections. And so, you know, you, I was out there and I'm sure you were doing the same thing, you know, advising clients, listen, why don't you just pick up the phone and talk to someone? I mean, or do it on Zoom, you know, and, 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 and yeah. don't do it so that you're there trying to quote unquote, you know, doing the guy thing of, you know, I'm here to solve your problem. Just, just do it and don't even ask, you know, what are the problems? Because then you're going to get, you know, the whole kind of gambit of problems. But just put on the, you know, just begin the call by saying, you know, I just wanted to connect because we're all going through some stuff right now. And what interests me is how I can help you get through it. Right? And that, that's a, a beautiful question. Mm -hmm. and, and what you begin to discover is that when they then come up with, well, I need help with this or whatever it is, it's the beautiful thing is you suddenly realize, well, it's not you that can provide the help, but you know someone who can, right? And so do you get it? And, and so yeah, this gets you I'm thinking so with about, you. about collaboration and then yeah. thinking, my goodness, why didn't I think about that collaboration before I had, you know, before COVID was there, right?
And then the second thing I, I think that has been interesting uh, about it. So, so let me just let me just qualify that this way. So, you know, when people talk about marketing or selling and all of those sorts of things, I say, well, don't talk about those things. Just talk about one word, connection. Just talk about that. It's all connection. You know, you're writing a blog, you're doing a podcast, you're doing all of that. Well, is that to sell something? No, it is to connect. That's what it is. And so you've got to get connection, connection, connection. In the newsletter that architects might write, connection, 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 connection. And then the second word, and I'm rambling here, Adrian, and you, you're very cool at letting you're me doing go. You're great, though. I'm, I'm getting a page of notes. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing, the second thing is, and it comes from uh, my my uh, my mate uh, Simon Sinek, and everybody knows Simon, as in you know, start with why and all of that, uh, all of that kind of stuff. But I really like uh, something that uh, Simon said, uh, uh, or what about a year ago, and uh, and he said it this way, and you you might want to think about this. He said, "Great companies don't offer us something to buy." Great companies offer us something to buy into. Now, you know, that, that takes a bit of thought. Great companies don't offer something to buy. Great companies offer something to buy into. Now, if you just change the words, you get the last bit and it becomes great companies offer us something to belong to, right? Which is another way of thinking uh, about the whole connection thing. And, I, and, and just to finish that thought about belonging, um, then. You know, I, I, I remember about a year ago, I think, well, maybe a bit longer than that now, maybe 15 months ago, pre-divorce, pre-divorce, and I'm talking about Mr. Bezos, uh, pre his uh, spectacular divorce in terms of monetary uh, <laughs> Expensively upsides or downsides. Yeah, divorce. yeah. <laughs> and, and so anyway, here's this interviewer, and he's talking with Bezos, and, uh, and the whole subject, you know, it's a big audience kind of thing, and, and the whole thing about this conference is disruption, right? And so, so the interviewer says uh, to Bezos, says, Jeff, uh, don't you think that'd be really cool to be on a first name basis with Bezos? Right? So he says, Jeff. Casually, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. <laughs> so what's the uh, big advice that you give, uh, or the advice that you give to your marketing department in this age of disruption? And Bezos looks at him and he, and he says, well, it's the same advice that I gave them on day one. And the interviewer says, what? Like, what was that? And, and Bezos did this really beautiful thing, uh, and, which is counterintuitive. And he said, in this age of disruption, and he, he didn't need to put that in there, but it was think or always think of that which is constant. Just think of that which is constant. And, and, you know, in disruption, think of constant. And so, so the interviewer said, like, what do you mean? He said, well, think about what's constant about human behavior. And, and Bezos said, and I tell you, he said, there's so many of those, but one of them is, can I, uh, sorry, one of them is belonging. He said, so yeah. I, I, I say to my marketing department, what can we do to make people belong? Right? And then part of that is, how can I make the experience easy? How can I do one click? How can I do all of this, right? So it just becomes so easy to, quote unquote, belong. belong. So, and, to, yeah, so, and to feel like you belong. Exactly right. So exactly right. You know, and how do they do that? Oh, you've just bought this. You might want to think of that. I mean, that's pretty interesting, right? 
<laughs> or you know, mm. give us a review on this. You know, how, what did mm. you think of that that book by Mr. Ramsey? You know, or whatever. Right? Mm. Um, and and so so to, to go back, whereas I used to think, and I still think, it's all about adding value to the people that you're privileged to serve. Uh, I also think it's about having fun. I also think it's about recognizing that we have an obligation uh, to, uh, you know, to be giving. Um, and uh, let me uh, give you a little riff on that in a moment, which I think everybody will find interesting. Uh, and then it's about connection and belonging. Um, and if you think about all of those things, that, that to me is like an encapsulation of, um, you know, where I've been and where I'm going. <laughs> so I hope that made uh, sense. Uh, it, 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 it does like that. The point of, um, of getting people to, you know, you think of business with network, networking groups and all these different ways that they, that they invent to connect conferences, you know, all these things. And there's such a, I suppose, a, a, a focus on I'm connecting to sell something. Oh, as yeah. opposed, I'm connecting to let them be a part of or, or to be a part of what they are and, and them to be a part of what we are. And not yeah, everybody's okay. going to do it, but I, I think, you know, and, and we've always gone, there's a place for charities and that's what they do kind of and, and, and you know, let them beg over there kind of thing. Um, and when we find the one, you know, if we're a, sea shepherd person or whatever when we find the one that we resonate with then we jump into it yeah. um but on a bigger scale than that it's like you know when you saw the things in italy where people were singing out their windows and yeah, and all these kind right. of things just beautiful and, and all the musicians around the world who you know we're, we're all in it together yes their mansions were probably a little better than some of ours but um <laughs> they were there playing their music and doing their thing and just giving it um, freely to, to everybody well, you to, know, to create a connection. That's so true. And, and, and Adrian, just let me, let me, if I, if I can just, 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 uh, just um, build on that thought because it's such an important thought. Um, you and I, and maybe people listening to us now, uh, if I said the word Cindy Lauper, we would remember Cindy Lauper. I mean, she's still with us, right? And we would yep. remember that one of her songs, uh, True Colors. Remember True Colors? Right? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. True Colors. And, and one of the most interesting things uh, about this uh, situation that we, we've been in with uh, COVID and stuff is, is that we have seen people's true colors. And, uh, you know, I was, I, I, was, I was reading a piece the other day, which is a brilliant piece in Forbes. Uh, about that, and uh, let me just let me see if I can find it. So that I, I can quote you the uh, the beginning of it. It's, it's just a stunning, stunning, stunning piece. Uh, here it is. Yeah. So uh, this uh, lady who wrote the article said, "You know what we've experienced is like an extended masterclass in leadership." She says, "You watch the great, the good, and the terrifyingly ugly play out across the globe." And, and then she builds on that and then you get to the end sentence, which links to what you were saying in just a minute. And I want to build on it. And she says, so imagine a future. By the way, don't you love that thing about the extended masterclass of the terrifyingly ugly and the, you know, the good and the great? 
Uh, this, the it end would of it, be a one-hour seminar previously, but we're going to have it for six to 12 months. You got it. Exactly, exactly. And, and I want to come, come back to that masterclass sort of thought in a minute. And then the final piece on the article, uh, she, she says this, um, uh, imagine a future where companies, governments, and civil society come together to cool us collectively down from the fires of inequality, populism, and a warming climate. And then she says, and these are two separate sentences, by the way, and they're very powerful. She said, here's the first sentence. That future's here and it's now, first sentence. Second sentence, or we're history. I just uh, love that last sentence, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, mm -hmm. if anybody uh, wants to find the article, it's such a worthwhile read. Let me just uh, give you the link. It's bit.ly forward slash post COVID Forbes. And just make sure you put post COVID Forbes, as in F O R B E S. Uh, in capital letters, and that will take you to the article. Uh, so, um, we'll get you to email it to me as well, and we'll post it on the yeah, website. Yeah, we'll post it on the yeah. on the website. That's exactly right. So let yeah. me let me just go through that, and let me get back to uh, Cindy Lauper. And uh, you know, for all the architects that are listening to us, or maybe listening to us right now, uh, it's a, a good time to take out your pen, presuming that uh, you're not driving. And and so, I, I'm I'm seeing three types of leaders. And, and one of them is where, you know, the, the pandemic hits, it's like panic. It's like, oh, my God. And one of two things happen. They run around with their, like a chicken with its head cut off or they freeze. They freeze. And what they don't understand, this is about leadership, right? What they don't understand is that we need to be led. People need to be led. And that's not meant in a, you know, an aggressive way or whatever. But you can imagine sitting around in a team and, and I, you know, I'm, as you know, huge on teams, but you wouldn't yeah. sort of say, oh, I'm not sure what we should do. What do you reckon we should? I mean, that's... <laughs> Let's all draw straws. Yeah. Throw ideas draws, in the bucket. Yeah, I mean, so, so I call that one panic leadership and the, and the, the, the straw, the straws one is probably uh, in another one, which I call passive. And that's where you just kind of up and down, floating with the market, you know, up and down, up and down. The problem is that you're always at the same place on average, right? There's, there's, you know, it's just, gotcha. and then there's a third, it's like a sine wave, uh, you know, from, if you drew a line, you know, from past to future, it would just be like a sine wave. And then yep. there's this, uh, then there's this third uh, line, this third class of leader, which is like just rising up. And, uh, and I call that purpose-driven leadership. And I was, I was trying to think of what is it that, that is about those people who you can throw anything at them and, it, and it's like, oh, you know, they, they, they just continue they, to rise. Right? And just I found, just yeah, exactly, her. exactly. And, and just going back on your, your, the point you made earlier on. So Adrian, what I, what I did was I started to think about what do they, what do they do? Basically, like if, if I wanted to model that, what would I model? Okay. And, right. and I came up with There's a few things, which hopefully will be useful to the people listening to us. So point number one was this that they understand that we are all, every single one of us, we, this is almost like one of those incontrovertible truths. Every single one of us is at our best when we're giving. And it doesn't mean we're giving money, doesn't mean that. 
It means when we're you know helping the person across the road, when we're saying thank you to the taxi driver who in the middle of the pandemic turns up, you know, to take you somewhere, or the bus driver that is still driving, or you know, the bus kind of thing, right? When we say thank you to them. So it 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 it's like giving and, and, and we tend to think like let's just talk about the thanking of the taxi driver or the, the thanking of the bus driver that I now do automatically. Mm-hmm. And bus drivers get freaked out. You know, you get on their bus right here in Singapore, it's not a good idea to have a car, as you know. And there just happens to be a bus stop right outside the condo where I live. And I get on the bus and the first thing I do, you know, you click your little card, it goes beep, and I look at the bus driver and I say, Thank you for stopping. And and they go, Oh, <laughs> now I can imagine that wow. that bus driver, that bus driver either goes back to the depot or goes home. You know, how was your day, darling? Sort of thing. And he says, oh, it's a weird thing, you know, stop number 73 this morning. This guy came on and he said, thank you for stopping. So, so here's, the, but here's the thing, right? So in some way we tend to think that when we're giving, we, we positively influence the person to whom we're giving. What we forget is that we positively influence ourselves. That's what we forget, right? And it's always us that's always us that's smiling, right? So, so anyway, so we're all at our best when we're giving. So if you get that, then guess what great leaders do? Well, great leaders embed that in what they're doing, and that's what the, that's what they do. They just embed it. It's it's like you know who they are, and and they have rituals which. Uh, which let them do that. Let me get back again. You know, every time we send an email, a kid gets access to education as a, for example, that would be a good example of it, particularly when you realize that that costs you one cent to do in, in B1G. Yes. Anyway, so then what happens? So they've, they've got it embedded, or, you know, the, the whole giving thing, not necessarily a monetary one. And what they find, and this is what people tell us, is that the the it shifts the entire spirit of the organization it really does and you know that Adrian. you can go into some places and you, you you can smell it you know there's something about that energy that says this is a great place to be and that's true whether it's a family or a business or whatever right so it doesn't matter so, where it is it's it's where right. you've got a group right. of people and people yeah. are appreciating other people exactly right it, so, and then one of the things, you know, during the, during the pandemic, people, people said things like, uh, you know, if, if, uh, and you probably heard it, you know, they go, they go don't use the word, if, if anyone uses the word unprecedented again, you know, I'm going to scream. Or if, if anyone uses the word pivot again, I'm going to scream. The reason uh, I gave you that heads up is I'm about to use the word pivot. But, but anyway, by the way, you, you know what? I'll say it first so I can hear you scream. There you go. So the other thing people said to me, one guy said to me uh, uh, about six weeks ago, he said, you know, what the, you know what the biggest phrase that we're hearing these days is? And I go, no, what's that? He said, he said you're on mute. So we're still so much time on, on Zoom, right? So anyway, so, so what happens is when you shift the spirit, what happens is you don't pivot. You, you don't pivot you transform. That's what happens. Right? So you've so you've got this, you know, this giving, this shifting the spirit, this transform. And then something else that you've got is what what I well I yeah no we'll, we'll go down a rabbit hole if we get into this, but but this whole one uh, percent better every day. I love this idea of one percent better every day. Um, because yeah. those of us that have got a calculator handy, it's kind of interesting. 
if you let's say you become one percent better to today than you were yesterday so let's let's call that 1.01 and then then let's look at let's look at um you know uh, compounding that out so you go okay well a year from now what would i be well here's the answer you 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 might want to do it on your calculator if you got one you go 1.01 raised to the 365th power right yes <laughs> i can tell you exactly the answer you get 37.78 is the answer you get and and that's not you know we're 37 percent better it's 37 times better but the reverse is true right so if you go well i'm actually one percent worse today than i was yesterday so you start at 0.99 and then imagine you kept doing that for 365 days. So let's just raise 0.99 to the 365th power, and we get to a remarkably small number, which is 0.03. So now you've got, you, it's amazing, right? So now you've got, but look at the, look at the difference. You've got 0.03 on one hand, and then you've got 37.78. You know what the difference is between those two? It's nearly 1,300%. Just by being thirteen hundred percent, yeah, thirteen hundred percent. So just by being that one percent better. But the biggest thing, and, and 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 by the way, an interesting thing for people listening to us now when they finish and they they go, oh, that one percent thing was interesting. I wonder what I could do that would make me one percent better today. What would it be? Uh, and and you could think about you know your daily hubble. What are the questions that you ask in the daily hubble? And why don't you ask your team members in your daily hubble? What are some of the one percent things that we could do that you know, da, 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 and and all of a sudden it just starts to get very very interesting. Tiny shifts, tiny Little shifts. shifts. You know, like instead of instead of asking people a question, just put something in the front of it. Like, oh, could I just ask? It just changes the the you know. Can I just ask? It just changes the 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 way your question lands, right? And there's yeah. those little one percent things that are so 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 important, and we can spend the whole you know, podcasts on that. But isn't it powerful? Yeah. Like you know, it, it's like the person who banked, you know, ten dollars a week or a hundred dollars a week and never stopped and, and it compounds stupidly. It, it, it's, it's no different. Except that it spreads. It's not just in your bank account. That's it's exactly in everybody's right. bank account. There's that's exactly the, right. That's the, anyway, the, that's the that's what makes it beautiful. It is, is and and predictable, right? And <laughs> and then the final thing I said, did I say there were five? I I, I think so, and I wasn't counting. Right. But, um, I yeah, I remember that I've got this. Um, I've got this little diagram that shows me this. Um, so yeah. So the other thing I think, if you remember, this upward curve is what we're talking about. You know, what is it that sort of gets in there? I think so. We we we've looked at. You know, giving. We've looked at. We we have looked at what that does is shift the spirit. What the shift the spirit does is transform. We've looked at the one percent. So we looked at four. So now let's look at the fifth one, and it is arguably the most important. I think, and one of the things that is very clear to me is that those people who are doing that, they have what uh, Stephen Covey uh, once described as a north star. Uh, Simon Sinek would would have it as they have a why, and mm -hmm. you know, and I, I love what Simon talks about and uh, in relation to that. But I think the the way that might be most helpful to say it now today 
is that those people have something that is bigger than themselves. That's it. It's bigger than themselves. You know, whether it's the sustainable development goals, whether it's the, you know, the any one of those 17 or whether it's something, you know, local, they, they have something that is not about themselves. And, mm. and, I was doing a, a program in Bali recently where, you know, how, you know, when you get those ideas, don't you? Right? And, uh, and I can never do the same presentation twice. And so I was thinking about, oh, how am I going to begin this presentation? For some reason, I started thinking about eyes. And the reason, I, the reason I started thinking about eyes was because when people, let, let's imagine uh, that for the sake of discussion, we're lost, you know, like, I don't mean, you know, we don't know where we are on the map, but we're, you know, life-wise, we're in this place where we're lost. Now, what, what happens, and Adrian, I don't know enough about this to say whether one is right or wrong, and I, and I certainly wouldn't say anything is wrong anyway, but, but, you know, typically what I think happens is when, you know, you go to somebody say, well, I'm lost, they would say, well, uh, what we need to do is we need, you need to take a deep look inside. Right? And it's frequently, you know, look inside yourself, look inside yourself. And I'm sure there's, there's value in that. But this particular day, I was, I was, there must be because so many people say it. Um, but this particular day, I was thinking about it and I thought, well, hang on a second. What about if instead of looking inside, you really looked outside? What if you, look, what if you looked outside? And, and what if you really looked outside? real you know and you, you take and all of a sudden you go oh my goodness look at that and all of a sudden you'll find you may find something bigger than yourself and and just quickly i, I found a great way of doing that recently where um i was on uh, uh, on zoom and i think one of the beautiful things about zoom is uh, the the, uh, the what they call breakout rooms i call them breakthrough rooms you know where you can You've got an audience of a hundred, and you can put people in break through rooms. So here's what here's what I'm here's what I found. Uh, thanks to a guy called uh, John Burkoff, and and um, here's what I what I found was really interesting. So what I would do is in the first you know few minutes of a call, I would get people into break breakout rooms with just three people in the room. Right. So you know, unfortunately, Zoom allows you to have fifty, so that's pretty easy. So and I, here's what I would say when they went in the room. I would say, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to share something that you've seen in the past four or five weeks, which would be a great example of humanity at its best. You know, you mentioned a couple, right? You know, the, the people singing, you know, mentally or something. Just, just go and check humanity at its best. So go on. You've got, you've got, uh, you've got four minutes in the group, which means you've got about ninety seconds each. Off you go, go share, right? And because, as, as you would know, once you host those things, you can, as a host, you can sort of flip around, you know, the groups, right? You can see what's going on. So I'm flipping around, and I'm seeing people crying. And you know, it's like, wow. So, so then they would come back at the end of four and a half minutes or so, and they're, you know, they're on the big, in the big sort of meeting thing. And I would ask them this, I would say, okay, 
Well, what I want you to do is to put one word, just all, everybody go on the chat now and I want you to put one word, just one. Oh, okay, you can do two if you want to, but one would be ideal. And just put in the chat how you felt in that break room when you were either sharing or when you were listening. How did you feel? One word that describes it. So off they go in the chat, and Adrian, this would be no surprise to you. I, uh, let me tell you the words. The, the words are, they're basically only two that come up, right? And this gets, gets us full circle too. It said, the two words are these, connected and inspired. Those, that, those are by far and away the biggest words that come up. And, and sometimes you get authentic as well, but that would be a small thing, but always connecting the spot. So then what I do, so now you've got, you know, like a hundred things coming up in the chat, right? So then what I sure. do, and you'll understand this, you'll understand me saying this, I said to people, okay, you are going to about to experience the eighth wonder of the world, which is Paul Dunn being silent for 30 seconds. And now here's what I want you to do before I'm silent for 30 seconds. I want you to do what I'm about to do. I am going to scroll backwards in the chat to the point in time and i tell them what the time was when that first word came in and then everybody else put words in right so i, I want you to all scroll back to that point now right wave your hand when you're there okay yeah. now is what i'm going to do and i want you to do the same i'm going to spend the next 30 seconds in silence and i'm going to read through every single word, and I am going to take in every single word. I'm going to scan for it. I'm just going to pause on each one of those. Right? So, you know, you're signing for 30 seconds, and people are reading, you know, connected, inspired, and everything else. Well, you can imagine the feeling in the room. And then, you know, you come back and say, well, wasn't that awesome? Wasn't that just awesome? And imagine if for the duration of this meeting, we could make sure that that's how we play the game. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> and, and of course, the, the, the extension to that is, and imagine if we could do it for the entire day. And the extension to that is, imagine if we could do that for the week, for the month, for the year, forever. Just imagine. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, and Clark. then we'd be authentic. We'd be in the now. We'd yeah. be um, connected. It was interesting when you said there were th there were two words. I um I went, okay. What were what are those two words? <clears throat> and so the first word I wrote down was um, connection. There you go. And um, <clears throat> and this was before you told them. And then I put down um, belonging was my yep. next word. Yep. And I had um, authentic was three, but I never got, got the inspired. When you said the inspired down. Yeah. yeah. And, and I just you, was you know, like, just wow. Think that's... about that example of, uh, you know, when you see the video of, the, you know, the, the people in Italy opening their doors, you know, and then singing, or when you see, what's the guy's name? Uh, Captain Tom, you know, the, Hundred-year-old yeah. guy who was walking oh, up raised twenty-six million. I mean, you you can't look at that. <laughs> you can't look at that and go, "Oh my God!" You know, what if what if, I know that's you know that's <laughs> that point of where you go back to where you said about belonging, giving something people something to belong to. 
Yeah. And, you know, Captain Tom, he gave people something to belong to. Yeah. And it, it was, he, he was trying to raise some money. And obviously, like, when you saw the effect of, of being able to simply give to him, and, as you say, 26 million people <laughs> looked for a way to belong. And, you know, it's the most powerful thing. That was, when you put that in those first things, it was one of my notes. I was like, you know, yeah, we we all talk about connection and as Simon Sinek says, you know, like, well, um, something to buy into. And then you go back to belong to because we're looking for our own moments of where where our tribe is and... Where our where we're safe, where we feel like we're doing, you know, the giving, yeah. where we yeah. can give, um, and wherever we don't feel like we're giving, I, I think of this in, you know, relationships that you have or in sure. um, with clients that you have, when you don't feel like that you can actually give because they're blocked or whatever. For me, it's a journey to go round and round until I find exactly. the chink in the armor that opens the door. Um, purely for the connection yeah. because I, there may be no other gain in it. It's just the connection. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes I would find somebody who's difficult to talk to and I'm like, you, I can talk to most people. And I would go, there's a way in here, but it's only to find the way in and then to be <laughs> able to hear them authentically. Yeah. And it, it's like my own personal challenge to go, so they, they feel prickly, they feel, everybody has some value, everybody. And, and I mean, yeah, the, the worst in the world and the best in the world, but they have some value. And if you can connect, you'll get that value. And, and ultimately it's what we have to do, right? Because that's, um, you know, that's, remember that thing? Remember that? Remember that line in that article? You know, all we're history. Right? <laughs> yeah, all we're history. So true. All we're history. Yeah, really that, so that was amazing. That was really beautiful. I would love you to tell the audience a bit about B One G One, and um, I might I might just start with saying I was in the room when Masami yeah. talked about B One G One, and. I don't remember exactly where you were in the room, but I'm pretty sure you were standing on the side. Mm. And I remember afterwards being blown away by, by being um, just totally taken on a journey with what she talked about. Oh, yeah. And it might have been the next day I, I was talking to you. It was probably the same day. I, I, I had the pleasure of talking to you and you, you made this comment about, something about how mind-blowing it was and oh. i was like i was still kind of in the journey of it but you'd actually managed to stand separate from it and go do you see how big this picture really could be do you really <laughs> see this and then i remember when you went um and became chairman of b1g1 yeah. and uh, you know like for the world that was something that, that this beautiful idea would have, hmm, it may have got the traction otherwise. 
And it oh, maybe, been, maybe, who knows? It may, may have gone even maybe, more. But yeah, maybe, yeah. but it was put into such amazing hands with so much knowledge <laughs> and yeah. so much ability and, and stickability, a, a, a driving force that went, I will, I will keep this moving until it is. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that is for sure. And by the way, idea, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah, and by the way, interestingly, Interestingly, people can, um, you know, one of the things you need to do occasionally is like update websites and stuff like that, right? Are you always, and just happens that the, the uh, B1G1 website, which you find, by the way, at b1g1.com, uh, that is, uh, you know, a B followed by the number one, followed by a G followed by the number one.com. So it's pretty simple. And uh, it's just been uh, updated. And one of the beautiful updates is um, that we actually had Masami tell that story. That you that you were just talking about, so <laughs> so it's there. So I won't ruin it anymore. Go on, no, go no, no, no. But look at it, you know, retrospectively, and and uh, just yeah, amazing. it's been uh, it's been amazing. But it's, it's also a, a classic example of it, right? In the sense that, yeah, I I when I when I first heard about it, you know, and and she said, you know, imagine every time business gets done. You know, something great happens. My response, my initial response to that was, "Oh yeah, yeah, that was my initial response." <laughs> Seriously, it was, and embarrassingly, it was. And uh, and she said, uh, "You know, you, you don't get it yet, do you?" And then she she uh, she made sure that I did. And uh, you know, she made uh, over time she made this movie just for me, which was uh, nice. all about it. It, it used uh, John Lennon, uh, the John Lennon imagine. track about Imagine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, now it's still the, the beautiful thing is it's, it's still this. Well, you know, it goes back to, I mean, what you and I have been talking about is just basically uh, universal truths, right? And if you can tap into those universal truths and build something on that, uh, then, you know, it's great. But, uh, but I also think that, I mean, it's nice of you to say nice things about it, right? And I thank you for it. But I also think, just like the whole giving thing, I, I actually think that I'm I'm the major beneficiary of it. Because you know, would I would I today be sitting here doing this and having a chat with you and and the people listening had that event not occurred? No, I wouldn't. I mean, I just wouldn't. There's no way uh, I I would have been. And uh, you know, I think it was uh, was it Roger who said. Something like Rick Hamilton, who said uh, something like, I think it was Roger, the first guy told me this. He said, you know, where you are today is is simply a result of all of the moments that you have had up to this point. You've all, we've all had those moments, and sometimes those moments require us to make a choice. And so what, what, what happens is you are right where you are right now as a result of the choices that you've made in relation to those moments. And so what we perhaps need to do is just continue to make, you know, fantastic choices, uh, bearing in mind all of those things that, you know, we've been rambling on about today, <laughs> about connection and belonging and giving. And so. I think it's so true. It really yeah. is. So tell everybody a bit about B1G1 and how they can be involved and what their involvement really means, what it what happens with involvement, like what, how that benefits and benefits them and benefits others? 
Yeah, well, the simple, the simple thing is that, well, let me, let me give you a very simple example, uh, which someone said to me the other day was the most powerful example they'd ever heard about being on Timon, right? So let me see if I can, I can recreate this. And so uh, fundamentally, uh, we get the idea that you can link, you know, some activity in your business, could be a sale, could be someone, you know, joining your newsletter or whatever. You can link that to a multiplicity of, of pre-vetted, and that's really important, uh, high impact projects uh, around the world. And so if you can think about it this way, when this, then this, you know, and you can choose the when this and, and you can choose the then this, right? So anyway, so I meant to, to give you the, the big example of it. And by the way, it's, it's, it's like for businesses mostly, but this particular example, I'm in Sydney pre-COVID, like literally two days. Uh, sorry, Melbourne, literally uh, two days before you know you couldn't fly and i'm there and i'm doing uh, been invited to do a uh, program uh, it's a two-day program and i've been invited to speak on the first day and then everybody said you know why don't you stay for the second day? i said well of course i'm going to stay for the second day you know like why wouldn't i be in the room and you know enjoying stuff so anyway so i speak on the first day uh one o'clock and uh and uh, in, in, by the way, the, the room is full of business coaches, right? And so, and great business coaches at that. And so, uh, so I talk about, you know, growing businesses and I talk about B1G1, I sort of segue into B1G1 and a whole bunch of people say, oh my gosh, that's the best thing I've ever heard. You know, yes, I'm going to join. And, you know, they give the, the, the credit card and, you know, the membership fee and all of that kind of stuff, right? One of those people is a lady called Sylvia. The next day, the uh, we're in the room and it's you know beginning in the morning, and so the host does this thing of, oh, wasn't yesterday great, uh, and we're going to have an even better day today. But I tell you what, why don't you at your circular tables that they wrap? Why don't you just have a conversation for like uh, five minutes and find out what was the you know discuss what was the best thing about yesterday. And then we'll, you know, go around the table and go, you know, we'll find you know, someone from the tables, right? So anyway, so so they all go blah 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 blah. And the table that Sylvia's on, the host says, "Okay, that table over there, who had something really interesting? Point at the person who had the most interesting thing." They're all pointing at Sylvia. So he says, "Okay, uh, uh, stand up." So Sylvia stands up, somewhat embarrassed, and she says, uh, "So he says, okay, so what was it?" So well. She said, well, as you know, I joined B1G1 yesterday and I, and I went home and, uh, and I told my husband and, and uh, my children about it and they were kind of impressed, and, but they didn't really understand. Uh, but they, they said, oh, well, mom, if that's good for you. you know, good. And then she said, we finished the dinner and I said to our 10-year-old son, David, I said, David, uh, okay, it's time for you to wash up. And David does the 10 year old thing like, oh, mom, you know, come on, can I have a break, you know, sort of thing, do I have to wash up? And mom says, well, how about we do it differently today? Like, they says, like what? So she says, well, I've got it on my phone. She said, look at this. Why don't we associate you doing the dishes with something great? Let's go find something. 
And so they find, not surprisingly, you know, this year's water. So, oh my God, it costs one cent to give someone access to pure life-saving water. Oh my God. Okay, so why don't we say, uh, David, every time you do it, uh, 10 kids will get, or 10 people will get access to water. How's that? He says, oh, that'd be amazing. He said, do I pay for my pocket money or will you pay? Right? She says, no, 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 we'll give you the 10 cents. Right? <laughs> So anyway, so I hear from her, let's see, where are we now? I hear from her three months later, almost exactly three months later, and she says, guess what? Never a problem with the dishwashing. Because <laughs> he's getting to go. He's there you go. getting to go. And then you know, like he belongs. So he, exactly, he, so he associates the, uh, I'm doing this, but there are kids, you know, there are actually 600 million people around the world who don't have access to water uh like you and i do and just incredible yeah so it's a good story right and, and it sort of epitomizes uh what b1g1 is about and and you know you it gives you this opportunity in business to be able to say thank you to people you know like thank you for subscribing to the newsletter and you know, as as a way of celebrating that, I thought you'd love to know that, you know, whatever it was, yeah. it's great happening. And and what and by the way, that's and the moment that happens, the person on the other end goes, God, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> and what what did that just tell you? What that just told you is that they connected with you. And they connect with you because something happened which actually involved giving and boom, there you go. So there you go. It's That's so, how beautifully powerful. <laughs> so beautifully powerful. It really is. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to yeah, wrap it up too. there and, and I know you'll have a busy day. Um, Paul, as always, it is a gift to talk to you. Um, and <laughs> so you. I've got Two and a half pages of scribble here. Um, there's so many gems. Like, I'm not even going to try. Um, there's so many gems. And we will post everything of how to be involved in B1G1. Um, if you can send me those um, things, those links to there's the, the link other right stuff. There's a right on the chat there for you now. Look, we, we don't even need to send it. There it is on the chat. Ah, look at that. Look at that. No, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just hey, thank you. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you, Adrian. You're um, you're awesome, and thank you so much for you know providing the opportunity to just have a chat. I mean, I didn't even know we were going to do this today, and it was like so interesting to actually just go for it. And uh, hopefully, those of you listening uh, had a great experience as well. And uh, hopefully, that just ripples through your day. I love to the people that you're privileged to meet. One of the things that I, I, I wrote down was, for the listeners, if you're in business, one of my key takeouts, and I've got hundreds, but one of my key ones was build an organization that your team first and your clients can belong to. There you go. Cool, isn't it? <laughs> and improve it by one percent a day. Yeah, very cool. Too. And the job's done. Join, buy one, give one, and um, and and improve all those other lives. 
It's yeah, like, it's, it's also beautiful. true. Yeah, also true. Adrian, thank you so much. Been absolutely a hoot hanging out. Thank you, Bye. buddy. Bye Appreciate bye. Hi, this is Richard Petrie from the Architect Marketing Institute, and this is Richard's Magic Arrows. Clean, simple, sugar-free magic arrows that hit the mark for fast results. Let's fire a magic arrow into this week's problem. You don't win a project that you knew you were the best option for. It does your head in. Why didn't you win it? Well, maybe the reason you didn't win it is because you didn't answer the one question that every prospective client is asking inside their head. It's why you? Why should I hire you over all other options including maybe an option of designing myself. You've got to answer that question because even if they don't ask it out loud, they're thinking it and it is the basis for how they make their decision. So I'm going to give you three things that you can consider when you're looking for a reason to that answer. Why should I hire you? First one is consider having a secret weapon. Do you have a tool or an asset that other people don't have? If you do, that could be the focus for the reason why. Second option, do you have a secret source? Do you have a method or a formula for getting a result that others don't have? Remember grandma's old secret source, her bolognese sauce maybe that the family kept in generations for years and years? The key is everybody revered that secret source because she could make a bolognese sauce that no one else could. Well, there's things in your business and in your design business that you can do that probably because of the techniques and methods you've developed or picked up, no one else can do them. Consider your secret source. The third one is a superpower. And the superpower is the one thing that you can do that others in your profession admit is special. They might say to you, man, the way you draw, I wish I could sketch like that. Whatever it is, you probably know what it is. There's something you're really good at it. Now, you need to take either your secret weapon, your secret source, or your superpower. And of course, you need to tell a great story, a great backstory around it that gives the person a reason why they should hire you. Whoever tells the best story wins. Now, while these magic arrows are great for fast results, when you're ready to win better projects, earn higher fees from clients who value great design, I've got a free 90-minute training just for you. Go to archmarketing.org forward slash talk design. Take your magic arrow and fire at will.